What's going on, guys? Lazio Closey here for another episode of the Kicking Cleats. I hope everyone's doing well. Thank you guys so much for joining. Before I start, I just want to give my deepest condolences to Boateng, uh, Bayern Munich defender. Unfortunately, his ex-girlfriend has passed away in Munich. That's why he wasn't part of the FIFA Club World Cup match against Tigris. So again, our deepest condolences to the big boss men. Uh, drum boy tank all right guys so let's get started here um hope everyone's doing well you know i am Coppa Italia action and we've got fa cup club world cup we're going to be talking about a little bit of that as well Coppa del Rey with barcelona against sevilla a joyous day i'm so happy that happened we'll kind of do breakthrough kind of uh play by play of what's going on with all these matches and stuff like that so let's get started all right so let's start with FA Cup. Now, I got to say, what a high-scoring game, Everton versus Tottenham. Spurs, of course. Now, my wife was fucking pissed. Pissed. Now, chances are the Spurs getting a cup this season are like slim to none now. There's there's kind of no chance of, unless they beat City in the Carabao Cup, but I don't see that happening. I mean, what a game. It was just kind of back and forth, one thing after another. It was funny. Jose Mourinho was just like, "This is this is ridiculous." You know what I mean? This is a, a like a hockey game. This is soccer. We shouldn't have high scoring games like this. He does have one point to that, but I mean, I don't know. I kind of like the thrill of the the high scoring games. We've kind of seen that now with you know returning from COVID and stuff like that. A lot of teams are are just banging the goals. They don't give a flying fuck at all. So, I mean, uh, bravo to Everton. I was really hoping Tottenham would kind of pull through. But uh, Everton get the W with this one. Moving forward, Southampton with the shocker. Just beating Wolves. It was really, really, really crazy. Because I really thought that, you know, Wolves were going to pull through. Uh, but Southampton just coming with those two goals. Wolves really have to kind of adapt with these all these changes with the club. I mean, you got to cut those guys a break a little bit. They are going through some changes. At the same time, though, you shouldn't be losing these games, especially those Southampton. But having said that, Southampton is kind of a dark horse when they want to be. Obviously, with that thrashing with Manchester United, when they're on their game, they're on their game, right? So, I mean, tough luck for Wolves. Uh, Chelsea squeezing through Barnsley, which I was shocked at this one too. Barnsley was giving Chelsea uh, a tough time. But uh, Tommy Boy and the boys just came through with the with the win. So and I gotta I gotta say, uh, Tommy with with the with the team, I think he's doing a really good job. I know he wants to make additions over the summer transfer window. Uh, Rudiger and him are, are really playing along. Alonso too. So all the teams that kind of hated on Lampard are really on Tommy's side, which is great. No early signs of a a, a mutiny or anything like that, which is fantastic. If they keep it up, I think that the guys are going to be in a well, well-established place in the Premier League. Um, I think Timo is is getting used to things. Obviously, with having a German coach, I think that's going to help a lot. But at the end of the day, it's up to him to to score in those boots, right? So we'll see what happens. Um, and yeah, so I mean, really good action with the, with the football uh, quarterfinals. We're looking at Everton, Man City, Leicester, Man United. 
Bournemouth, Southampton, Chelsea, and so Shelfship United, which I got to apply Shelfship United to make it this far. I know it's having a, a like, fucking shitty season right now, but uh, to make it this far, that's that's pretty good for them on their part. So um, let's go over to Copital. I'll, I'll talk about a little bit last because going to elaborate in the whole Catuzzo thing. A lot of people have been asking about Catuzzo and what's his kind of end game now, what's going to happen to him and stuff like that. So let me kind of brush through the Copa de Rey real quick, uh, talk about Club World Cup, and then we'll kind of just kind of finish off with Copa Italia and other random things we'll talk about, right, guys? So uh, Copa de Rey Athletic Club or Athletic Bilbao against Levante. Uh, good game. Uh, I mean, Malelo for Levante, this guy's aging like fine wine. He's always banging in the goals. I believe he's 32, going on 33 now. I think he's great. I've used him in, in FIFA quite a bit. Uh, what was it? I played a Romanian league. I forget the name of them. The one with the I should know this. Fuck. The one with the train symbol on there. Um, my my buddy Ben would know. Uh, anyways, I uh, I stacked up that team with that and actually bought um, Morello from that from Levante and he stole stole goals like crazy. I know with the games. That, you know, once you hit 30, just the player declines like a bag of shit. So, I mean, it is what it is, right? Sevilla, wow. Like, this honestly brought tears to my face of joy. Sevilla being Barcelona, like, 2 nothing. At the end of the day, though, we know how it's going to turn out. Barca are going to come back. They're going to win the second leg. That's just the way it is. Even though I don't like Barca at the moment. Um, if anybody knows me, I hate Barca. I, I like 2008 Barca with Ronaldinho and, and Henri and, and stuff like that. But now, like I've always said it, Barcelona still without Suarez and Vidal and all these other players, they're still a bunch of bullies. Unfortunately, De Jong is, is kind of grasping that bulliness. We kind of see them. He's kind of a, uh, kind of becoming an asshole a little bit. I don't know if anybody's seen that video. I don't know if it's it's fake or not, or maybe they kind of edited it in the way. But if you guys head over to Oh My Goal, um, you'll see um, a video of De Jong, you know, sitting down with his girlfriend watching the game, and PK won't, you know, he won't get up, right? So, um, and his girlfriend, you know, his fiance, De Jong's fiance, has got to stand there without his seat, which I kind of get it in one way. It's kind of a stud move you want to do in front of the boys and stuff, kind of impress them. But another way, that guy ain't getting no poontang that night. For sure, he did not get one sliver of it. Um, so you can sense that kind of hostility in that club. Thank God Griezmann is, is still Griezmann. I love the guy. He's he's not kind of getting soaked into that bullshit. All right. So, um, again, I can't talk too much shit about Barca. Um, because they're always that, that scareful team that, yes, okay, they lose first legs, but they always come back like 10 times harder. We've seen in past games where they're down and they just smash the competition out. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully Sevilla can pull through. Um, but at this time, well, there's only one way to kind of just figure this out. So on to the, uh, the next match with these two clubs. Now, Club World Cup. Congratulations to Bayern Munich for winning the, um, the cup, another cup under their belt is amazing. I mean, their coach is just phenomenal. He's done it all. He's pretty much locked everything. He's watched. He unlocked the gauntlet, all the gems on the gauntlet. 
Um, he's just amazing. So it was a tight game. Don't get me wrong. I know. I know Pavard scored the only goal, but Tigris, you gotta applaud Tigris, guys. Come on, this is this is a team that like everyone sleeps on. The Mexican league in general, like everybody's sleeping on the Argentinian league, the Mexican league, guys. You even even the Copa Libertadores, Concacaf. You know all these all these Champions League in the in the south. Guys, stop sleep. This is some good quality football. Like I get it. Okay. It's all about European and Bundesliga. I get it. Don't get me wrong. But like, if you're fucking just picking your ass and looking for something to watch, watch a little bit of the the Liga Mexicana. Watch a little bit of you know, Copa Libertadores. You know what I mean? It's just such a good atmosphere. You, the fans are fucking nuts. Just nuts. They these guys will bleed for the sport. They will kill for the sport. Yes, we got our fans in Europe, but these guys in the south. Like, they fucking love football. They love it, man. So, I mean, again, kudos for Tigres for, for, you know, going this far. I didn't expect them to go this far, but I'm glad. I'm really glad they did. They gave Bayern a hell of a show. Um, Our boy Davies, you know, going to be the first Canadian. Uh, He is the first Canadian, sorry, to win a Club World Cup. And this guy is, is going to be playing for... If he leaves Bayern, I predict that he's going to go to Real Madrid or City. Um, but I think he's going to be staying at Bayern for a super long time. He's, he's He just fits in their dynamic. He fits in their plan. He plays well. He's getting stronger. We know how Bayern Munich are. They like, them, they like their boys thick. They like them boys thick, right? So they beef them up and they just, get, they just go, 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 go. So, again, uh, good job, Bayern Munich. And, uh, I mean, it's only up from here. Like, they're, they're beyond up. So, we'll see what happens for the rest of the season with them. Obviously, they're going to win the league. Obviously, bringing some more players in the transfer window and stuff like that. So, yeah, we'll see what happens, guys. All right, Coppa Italia action. Inter. Fuck. Inter could not do it. They could not get blow past Juventus. Those cheating mother... You know, you know, you guys, you know me. You know I hate Juventus with a passion. I got to give the edge to Juventus, though. They did play well, uh, even from the first leg. Second leg, a little dicey on both ends. I mean, they kind of played it more defensively. I I really thought they were going to play more out in attack. But, you know, Juventus, um, at the end of the day, they're Juve, right? So they always have to give, you know, teams a hard time and stuff like that. Um, Inter... Unfortunately, they couldn't get a goal in. They were trying, 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 trying. Nothing. There were some, you know, dry spots with them and stuff like that. There's some hot spots. Uh, at the end of the game, though, highlight of the year, I have to say, forget about goal of the year, like just piss off of the year, was that, you know, I, I, I loved it. It was amazing. Honestly, like Conte is my new hero now. Like if you, like I blared that song, my hero, or one of the the Whitney Houston songs, Hero or fucking I Always Love You, some bullshit like that, when Conte flipped off his former boss. Now, reports are saying in interviews, you see the interview, he doesn't talk about it or he denies it. Deep down, he said, big fuck you, you unibrow fuck. Juventus boss, like, that guy needs to, like, he needs to, like, wax that shit off. Come on, what are you doing? You, you're the president of Juventus. You're high up there. And what do you do, you fucking vice president, president, who gives a shit, whatever. I'm going to get the UV police. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually, it's the vice president, who gives a shit, guys. I don't give a fuck. 
Get rid of that fucking unibrow, that caterpillar, you Chewbacca-looking weasel. Get that shit out of there. Like, who are you trying to prove? What? What? Like, get that shit out of there. Wax that shit. Anyways, Conte just flipping him off was just amazing. It was a breath of fresh Nutella. It was just so great. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it was amazing. So, Conte, kudos to you and your wig that you cut every ever uh, every other four years. Just amazing. Thank you so much, Conte. Now, Atlanta. Holy shit, what a game. Uh, they just got the shit kicked out of them. Atlanta and Napoli 3-1. It kind of looked like Napoli was a little bit of live in the game. A little bit of a ray of hope for Napoli, but that's it. It's it's Atlanta and Juve. Juve. Atlanta were just kind of all over the place. They were just ninjas. They were ninja squirrels. Left, right, up, down. Zapata, still a beast. Still at 29, going on 30. Still a beast of a guy. Like, this guy won't stop. This guy's going to keep going. Uh, and I, I'm not surprised that Juve are after him. I mean, obviously, Juve is after everybody and their nonnas. But, like, I mean, fuck. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up going, right? But um, it was a it was a good game, nevertheless. Uh, big, big question of the day. Uh, we're going to be talking about... Uh, Sometimes we're shit, sometimes we're good, sometimes we're good, sometimes we're shit. Mr. A.K.A., Mr. Catuzzo. I think he's gone, folks. I think I, that's it. I think he's going to get canned. Coppa Italia was the only thing saving his ass right now because he won it last season. But now that they're out of Coppa Italia, they're out of the Champions League race for now. I think they're still indefinitely. I'm not too sure what's going to go on. It's really going to be tough for them to, to reach, you know, top four. If they don't figure something out, really, I again, he's going to get sacked within a couple of days. Again, Copitali was his only lifetime uh, lifeline, sorry. He shit the bed on that one, like Kaka Diarrhea on, on the Leto on, on that one for sure. Now, being the Napoli president, I think that the only thing, again, that maybe Simon Cattuso is getting a coaching time and the co uh, the president spending that money. However, there are reports that they may looking in Benitez. I know this was a couple months, uh, a couple weeks ago, but now they're kind of circling around that Benitez situation again. Now this would be kind of good for Napoli because Benitez is kind of a filler coach in a sense. He did this back in 2012, 2013 with Chelsea, replacing uh, Di Matteo, coming in, winning a Europa League. With Chelsea, and they were they were in a good start. I mean, obviously with that mutiny with Di Matteo, the team was falling off. That was the first team with first season with Hazard and stuff like that. They were kind of in shambles after winning the Champions League, right? So now it's kind of similar with Napoli. You know, they're in Europa League, which eh, that didn't really want that. But I mean, what else could you do? They got the Copitale last year, and it just Cattuso and the team weren't clicking. So, again, I think that they're going to sit down. They're going to weigh their options. I don't think he's going to last this season. I could be I could be wrong. I mean, they got no other options. They're not going to go for Sadi. He's going to be too much unless they work something out. I think they're going to go with Benitez because, again, you know, he's, he's a nice filler coach. He can replace Catuzzo. He's worked with Napoli before. He's brought in good players as well, too. I don't think he's going to bring any players in, obviously, but... He's got that good chemistry with the president, with the backroom staff, some of them that are remaining there, if there's any. Um, 
or he's going to bring obviously his his own dudes right obviously that's how it kind of works out so i think that's the only way that's going to save napoli if they can bring benitez in and just kind of go from there and and go for that champions league spot because napoli is a great club they sh- they don't deserve europa i'm sorry they don't deserve europa they need to be in champions league i've said this in time and time again i'm not trying to kiss ass Napoli need to be in Champions League because they are just a strong fighting club. They get scrappy. Obviously, right now it's they're losing their fighting spirit. They don't know where the heads are. They're, they look confused. I don't know if it's a mutiny involved uh, towards Cotuzo. You know, we all know how Cotuzo is, right? So we'll see what happens there. When it comes to Cotuzo, I think that when he gets sacked or gets let go or he resigns, which would be a smarter way of doing things. Is that I think everyone's saying, or there's some people saying that, okay, that's it. He's done in City I should go to City B. He's not like Giampaolo, guys. Giampaolo shit the bed every club he went to. He got lucky with Sampadoria, like I said. Okay? So, having said that, I think that with Catuzo, I think he should go to Parma. Only because... Now, hear me out. Parma Udinese. Hang, hear me out before everyone starts fucking... Uh, starts an up or whatever. I can't see him go anywhere else. Sassuolo, yeah, they're struggling a little bit, but they have a good relationship with their coach. I mean, again, it's Fiorentina maybe, but I think that Parma need the more of that fighting spirit more. Fiorentina, all they do is talk, 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 and no results. I feel like Parma deserve something a little bit better. They deserve, I know they kind of recently took on a coach, uh, just recently, Prendelli's got a Fiorentina. I mean, don't know why they took him back, but again, Catuzzo with Fiorentina. I don't know. I feel like he's gonna get more frustrated. He's not gonna get his message across. And with the president that Fiorentina have, he's not gonna listen. He's always gonna say, oh, "Okay, we're still good. We're still here. Like we can do this, this and that." It's not gonna click with Parma on the other hand. They're gonna listen. They're gonna listen to Catuzzo. They're gonna say, "Okay." Give us a fighting spirit. Give us what you know. Give us that little raw edge in this of about our club. Give us that power because Parma. Hey, everybody was sleeping on Parma in the transfer window. They've signed some good freaking players. You know what I mean, man. That Romanian, you know, prodigy, uh, Pele. Which I don't know. That was okay, but hey, why not? I mean, get him on a free. We'll see what happens. Maybe he'll prove us wrong. They send that young kid from Bayern. Like I mean, they they've done Conte, uh, Conte from Milan. They've done their homework. They they want to stay up there, and they should stay up there. So bringing a coach like Atuzo in there, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of an ego blow for him. I get that, but I guarantee you, you put him in there, and they play well, they could get out of you know the relegation, earn his stripes, then he can go to a bigger team, no problem. Right now, he's got to step back, and he's got to have to kind of work and go backwards to go forwards, right? So that's how I kind of look at it. Again, a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this. They're going to say, no, you should go to a bigger club. I mean, Udinese was another kind of team I was kind of looking at only because they're in a hot streak right now. They're playing well. They have Delafeo, Pereira, Okaka. Okaka's playing good as well. So, I mean, uh, obviously, DePaul. So, I mean, I can kind of see that. And they did. They're not afraid for that fighting spirit. They would want that fighting spirit as well. That wouldn't hurt. Uh, I just feel like with uh, Udinese, they're going to get so far ahead and 
so far up in the sky, they're going to get burned by the sun. I feel like it, that's what's going to happen. So, I mean, we'll see what happens throughout the season, I guess. But again, Crotone, at people, I've been talking to people, do they say Crotone for Cotuzo? No, that's too low. Crotone, they're going to get relegated to City B. Yeah, it's Calabria. Catuza Calabrese, you know, that could work out, but like that's too low. That's there, there's nothing to work with there. While with, you know, Parma and, and Udinese, there there's like a famous line. I think that one of the guys from Italian football TV said, you know, it was a time with I think Conte came to coach um of Inter, right? It's not like his is is Juventus. Conte has oh, I have to open up the fridge and says, Okay, I have a little bit of rice here, I have a little bit of crema here, I have a little bit of hot sauce here, I have a little bit of mushrooms or this and that. What can I make with this? What meal can I make? And, and that's the same thing with Cotuzo when he goes to his teams. Okay, I've I've got these these good enough players. What can I do? What formation can I do? What formation I can't do? And and stuff like that. So guys, we shouldn't be too hard on Cotuzo. We shouldn't rule him out to, to City B. He should stay in City High. He's got a great character. Yes, he could be hot-headed, hot-headed sometimes. But, I mean, it, it is what it is, guys. Okay, so be gentle with the guy. Okay, he deserves it. He's earned his stripes. Again, not like John Parlo, that freaking Mr. Bean-looking idiot over there. Um, it's just It's just not right. Okay, guys, let's talk about some early whispers. Uh, let's talk about some some transfers here, um, some deals that may be going on. So everybody's been talking about Rafinha from Leeds United. Again, what a guy, man. This guy, I've been praising this guy since the first week. Like, he's just so great of a player. Rent's just idiot, 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 idiot club to get rid of him. You're going to the Champions League. Why would you get rid of this guy? I mean, he's got a, he's got a okay resume playing for Sporting, playing with you guys, and then you send him off to Leeds. Like, and it was a steal too. I, I don't think Leeds broke the bank too much of the bank. I, I can't remember the, the, the fee, what it was. But I mean it's crazy. But having having said all that, Leeds will not sell Rafina to Liverpool. Uh they're saying quote unquote they, Liverpool, can knock on the door, but we're not a selling club. We are not a club in financial difficulties, which is true. We are a building team, and he is part of the building process. So uh, that comes for um, Noel Willem. He spoke recently at BBC Radio, and he's he's right. I mean, Leeds, they're in, they're in top 10. They're looking good. Yeah, they had their struggles in the, in the beginning of the season. But hey, I mean, like, why give them a tough time? They're doing great. Why sell these players? Why? Like, I'm getting sick of these, you know, seeing all these up-and-coming clubs just cashing in their players. Like, unless it's a player that wants to leave, okay, cool. But there's times where, like, Lazio being one of them. Lazio, fuck. The Michelin man president that we have, he's just a money pig. Any opportunity he sees that sells a player, he'll do it. Like, even if the player wants to stay, he'll do it. He'll get rid of them. So, there's been a few situations like that where it, it happens. So, I mean... It, it it is it is what it is, right? Um, so I really hope Rafinha stays. Liverpool are putting a twenty four million dollar bid, uh, sorry pound bid, to, uh, towards the player, and I'm pretty sure Leeds have rejected it. Hence why he said that. But I mean, they might put another bid in, uh, for the player. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Sevilla, they expect that, uh. Jules, is it Jules or Julius or whatever? Uh, Coronte's 80 million, 
80 million, you heard right, 80 million pound release clause will be paid this summer. The Frenchman has been great throughout this whole season for Sevilla. He scored, I believe, in the Copa del Rey. Just an amazing center back. He, he's he's amazing in the air. He doesn't just stop midway. like, oh, okay, I'm going to get someone get that. No, he gets in there. He gets down and dirty. He gets rough in there. He gets pe- kicks people in the nads. No, he doesn't. But you know what I mean. He, he's a warrior. And, I mean, I hope he goes to City, which, again, I, I sound like out of my mind ridiculous saying that City need a center, another center back. But, I mean, why not? I mean, if City want to go for the Champions League, which I don't know if they're going to get it this season, why not? Grab another addition. Why not? More the merrier, I should say. It does look like he might lean towards Manchester United along with Sergio Ramos. Those two at United would be killer, killer in the back. It would be insane. It would be the great wall of United or Manchester. Like, it would be nuts. So, uh, we'll see what happens there. With the Dollaruma situation, again, um, his agent is playing hardball. Uh, he wants two years uh, instead of the five. So that gives his his, age, his client more of a leeway of talking to other clubs in the near future. Milan want five years for 7.5 euros, million euros. So we'll see what happens there. I think they're going to work meet in the middle. Say, okay, well, let's do three or 3.5. Dollaruma... What can I say about the guy? The guy's been doing great all season. Yeah, there's been kind of nicks and knacks there that you can kind of tweak on him. But again, I, I can't say nothing bad about the guy. He's really playing well. And uh, and and yeah, with Roma, move on to Roma. They want uh, Juan Musso. That, um, I don't know. I think, I think, I don't think that'd be a good kind of, it would be a good deal. Don't get me wrong. But I, the whole Lopez situation, I think Lopez is, is still doing great. He does have his difficulties and stuff like that. I think Lazio should go for him instead of Roma just because of uh, the Strakosha kind of situation where he's been kind of opening his mouth and saying, you know, I kind of want to Bundesliga. I want to try and Bundesliga. I maybe want to go for Dortmund, Union Berlin, Frankfurt, one of these guys and stuff like that. So I think Lazio... Should really take the opportunity and say, okay, listen, what do you want to do? We need to know now of what, where's your head at. I know you had the injury. You're going to come back. Where's your head at now? Because if not, you're going to get sold. And we're going to go for Musso. Because I think Musso is an underrated goalkeeper. I think he's a great goalkeeper. I think he's, I, I believe he's Argentinian, but has, holds Italian passport. Regardless, I think he should play for Italy uh, if he's... Italian or not, I think he should he should have a a fighting chance because he's been playing really well. Um, and yeah, so we'll see what happens with with that one. Uh, Inter too, actually, Inter would be great because uh, Mister Hendo and and Danovic, he's finished, he's done. Inter need that's enough now. Inter have kind of exhausted all of his options. They need a new goalkeeper pronto. They need a new. They need it. It's it's inevitable. They need it. There's no ways of kind of working around it. He's done his time at Inter. I think he should go back to the Slovenian league or back to or somewhere in City B or do a swap with some cash. So Idanovic, you know, going back to Udinese, Musso going to to Inter. Obviously, you know, there'd be a cash to involve as well. 
and then kind of go from there. So we'll see what happens within the next coming months. Uh, Jose Gaia from Valencia, left back, underrated kid. This kid's been talked about for years and years and years. Let's hope he gets his move that he's been wanting for quite a bit. I know he's he's kind of desired to stay to Valencia, but I can tell that you know he wants to leave. There's been reports as well. He's been saying he's been talking to his agent, his friends, his family. Like, listen, like I need I need new scenery here. I need to kind of get out of here. Uh, he's linked with Arsenal, Barcelona, Atletico, Real Madrid. I can kind of see him uh, in the Atletico Madrid department. Bring another fullback. Why not? I mean, just kind of freshen up a little bit. I know we got Terpier on the one side, and then he can kind of switch off to the other and see what happens. Arsenal. I mean, as much as him at the Premier League would be nice, Arsenal wouldn't be. I just I don't know. another another sign not to knock an Arsenal, but another hype signing, and it's just gonna kind of make his career go a little bit. I just I don't know. Um, and Real. I mean, I could see maybe Real being a Marcelo kind of, you know, replacement. Um, Marcelo can play both left and right. So, I mean, Jose coming in, that could help out. I was obviously, um, uh, Caliello there. Um, he's Danny there, Danny boy. He's still good for another couple of years. So, again, Gaia coming in for Marcelo is not a, a bad idea at all. Um, what else are we talking about? And then we all know that um, the young the young boy there, uh, Chavi, Mister Chavi there, uh, from PSG, Chavi Simmons, our boy. Guys, believe me what I say. This guy is gonna create wonders. This guy is gonna be amazing. He he started in the the cup match against Kyan there, or Cajun or whatever you want to call it. He played okay. Don't get me wrong. It's it's guys. Don't be too harsh on him. Uh, he, he's gonna get up there. He's uh he's an ex Barcelona academy player. Went over to Barca. I think over this this summer, last summer, uh, I believe it was this summer. And he's just playing just amazing, amazing football. Guys, I again just watch out because this guy is gonna blow everyone's socks off. He's gonna be a great piece for Holland. Uh. When Holland is doing great right now as well. So adding him here, it's, it's going to be great. And last but not least, we'll also talk about uh, Konate from Red Bull Leisbing could go to Tottenham Spurs. Yeah, so they are looking for options in the back. Jose wants to bring another center back over the summer. Um, that's the only with Yubang uh, Kano. That's going to be a, a, a tough, tough, tough loss for them. He wants to go to either United or Chelsea. I can't see him go to Spurs uh, unless Spurs wins Europa League, which, again, that's not really something attracting for players like this player to come over. If it was Champions League, all their story, but obviously they're not in there. Uh, but in the end, it's it's a time where tell. I can see um, Conte on the other side going to Spurs. That'd be kind of an excellent signing. Seeing out Toby, uh, Tommy Wandandam, he doesn't know where he wants to be right now. PSV are knocking on the door. He might go to PSV. He's uh, kind of writing down his contract, see what his options are. But again, we'll see what happens there. 
guys um this concludes the episode of the kicking cleats stay tuned for the next coming weeks i'm gonna have a new guest come on and i gotta say guys before i go thank you so much uh for the feedback uh with the the show the episode i did with katie uh, cage football federation nico christian um sorry chico and, and uh and Lucas there, sorry, I apologize for that. You guys were amazing. I mean, they're so good to have on. I, I'm going to have them on again, no doubt about that. And uh, guys, again, if you haven't followed Cage Football Federation, please follow them. Uh, they're on my, they're all over my page as well too. So, I mean, go just go check out the, the episode. Link is there, tag is there, go follow them. And uh, if you want to guys want to sign up for Cage Football or anything like that, Registrations open up in uh, in April. But if you have any questions or concerns, please reach out to uh, Chico and or Lucas. Everything's on their page. Information, holler at them and stuff like that. Guys, till next time, be safe, kick some cleats, and fucking manja. Ciao, guys.